is the Go Blue Crew. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Go Blue Crew. I'm Tyler Fenwick with Derek Devine. Derek, I think this is our first post-game show that we've ever done. I, it's got to be. I mean, I, we, we haven't done it after Michigan football. We haven't done it after basketball. As far as I can think back, might have been a time, but, you know, usually those games aren't even at 6.30. Tonight's game was a 6.30 tip, so, you know, 8.30, 9 o'clock here, we've been able to, to, to connect. I like it, though. I think, you know, I, not that we can promise this, because some of these games, uh, you know, tip at 9 on a Tuesday, Wednesday night. Uh, but I will yeah, not be is... doing a post game show for a nine o'clock <laughs> tip off. I, I promise. <laughs> I, I'll be uh, hopping wait. on for for four to five minutes uh, after the game and those those nights then by myself. <laughs> no, well, yeah, it's it's good. Oh, it's yeah, good. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah, it's good to to talk basketball. You know, right after it happens, it's good to talk basketball in general. I mean, it it's uh, something that we you know two three years ago, not that we ignored, but we we usually would wait. Uh, until at least uh, bowl prep to talk basketball, but you know this team has a has a lot of uh, star power on their squad, so you know only fitting to 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 get into it early this year. I didn't even get to see the first half of the game. I was out doing my actual job. Came back, saw the second half. Uh, I am totally unprepared to talk about Michigan basketball observations because I didn't do a whole lot of observing. But then you know I was thinking, Derek, we're just couple of regular guys couple of fans it doesn't really matter i mean nobody's depending on me to give some groundbreaking analysis or uh you know the uh, go in depth with with uh you know who's doing what and with, you know, saw the you know pick and roll action popping early you know again, nobody's counting on me for that but uh 8876 <laughs> i mean right nobody's Nobody's you're, looking at me to do that. You're accurate. You're accurate. Yeah. Okay. I said pick and roll. I couldn't think of another basketball term. That's how fresh we are on the <laughs> basketball content. Eighty-eight seventy-six uh, was the final Michigan over Buffalo. I did not realize that Buffalo was a pretty good team, uh, a favorite in the MAC. They played like it in that second half. Um, I, when I was listening on the radio on my way home, I just got the last like minute and a half or so, and Michigan had just stretched the lead uh, to twenty. And then Buffalo cut into it, but I, but I get home and I'm like pouring myself the, the chili that's on the counter, and I'm like getting ready to settle in for a, what I think it's going to be a nice, relaxing second half. And then sure enough, Bulls come storming back. But uh, in the second half that I saw, just a little bit of this game, I I saw a lot of good things that I think Michigan like is going to be able to replicate. Like nothing to me popped off the screen as like Michigan can't rely on that. It all looked pretty natural free flowing i liked pretty much everything and and like i said and i think most importantly like it all just looked like basically what i'd expected and I, so you know just a normal game to start the season and and i think pretty much everything we saw is sustainable yeah I, I like everything i saw overall you know free throw shooting was horrid that's one of the the things you can pick on right away 18 for 30 uh, and then just the classic, you know, Michigan defense, really strong, really dominant, you know, will win you a ball game, but let's at least one player pop off per game, it seems. Uh, and G. Nathan Williams, a freshman for the Buffalo Bills. That guy's a freshman? Yeah, freshman. In a oh, great geez. team. This is, this is a very 
good mid-major basketball team, a uh, team that I would be shocked if they don't make the tournament. And it's hard to make the tournament as a mid-major. you got to win the conference or just play great basketball all year. I think they can do both of those things. Uh, and, and to welcome a freshman 14 for 22 with 32 points uh, in Chrysler Arena, I mean, what a big game for him. Uh, really kept him in it there just by himself. But overall, you know, Michigan has some absolute stars, uh, and I think they're going to be consistent you know, throughout the entire season. Uh, Derek, this is the Chrysler Center. Ah, uh, you're right. You know what? I, I refer back to my OG days. The I had to go. My, my apologies to the to the people at the University of Michigan. We're probably going to get a letter. We're going to have to officially uh, resend that on the next show. Yeah, it's, you know, it's much more than an arena now, so. Yeah. Uh, you got to tell me about Caleb Houston, because... As I was doing my actual job, I'm pretty sure my bosses don't listen to this, but I was paying attention to Twitter too, you know, to keep up with the game. And people are talking all about Caleb Houston. And like we were saying before the show, I, I got on my phone to look at the box score on my way out. And I'm expecting him to have like 15 points. And I think he had like eight. And so, you know, I'm, I'm sure it was an impressive eight. Uh, he finished with 11, but you got to tell me like, what did I miss with Caleb Houston? Uh, just kind of a mini takeover, really, uh, and doing it in a way that looked like he was a veteran out there, uh, looked like a guy that's going to play, you know, multiple years in the league uh, just because he's, you know, he's a smooth player, uh, not super fast, not super quick, doesn't appear to be super athletic even. Uh, a lot of people know him as a shooter, uh, even at the recruiting level, but this guy uh, can absolutely shoot, uh, you know, can get to the rack. Uh, he just looked impressive there, and, and I think it really showed that he's going to be a go-to guy. And already, even even with how they utilized him in the second half, uh, when the going got tough there and Buffalo got within five, uh, you know, Michigan showing a willingness to go to him uh, when the moments are big, and, and he's a guy who's going to take advantage of a lot of those moments for sure. Hunter Dickinson had 27 points. Is it possible, Derek, to have a quiet 27, or is that just the fact that I missed the first half? No, uh, you... I saw the entire first half probably, you know, glued, 100% glued first half just because of how exciting it was uh, of a start. Uh, and I think it was the second half, Dickinson was at the line, and uh, announcer says that's 25 for him. And I've sat right up like, what? Like 25? Like I was, I was thinking, you know, 17, 18. But yeah, that's a quiet 27, uh, a well-deserved 27. You know, I got a lot of shots up. I uh, got, got a lot of touches. You know, you're going to feed Hunter Dickinson uh, every possession you can when he's in there. Uh, and luckily for him, he's going to get some good breaks this year uh, because there's a lot, there's a big lineup Michigan likes to play already, it seems. Uh, and, and I feel like, you know, Hunter Dickinson is going to make the most out of his minutes uh, and, and get plenty of rest throughout the season. I'm so curious to see, uh, you know, throughout this season, how they, how Juwan Howard plays Hunter Dickinson with Musa Diabate, the freshman, a big lanky guy. Uh, you know, he had a, a good defensive game, if nothing else. I see seven points in the box score. Uh, I, you know, like, at least in the Big Ten, when, when we think of teams that have multiple big men and try to throw them out there at the same time, I go straight to Purdue with Matt Painter. That's, uh, you know, a, a, curse, a curse and a blessing at the same time for him. But if Michigan, you know, if they can figure that out, if they can keep both of them out there at the same time, run a fluid offense, get back on defense, uh, not turn the ball over, you know, things like that, that, that the, the two big lineup, you know, some of those problems pop up. Uh, I, I think Musa Diabate, you know, he looked athletic enough and he looked energized enough to, to like be able to, to fill out that 
four spot without giving up a whole lot, you know, with, with Hunter Dickinson anchoring the five. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's just, I, I, it's, it's the first game of the season. Uh, you're not quite facing the, even though it's a good Buffalo team, you're going to see, you know, better competition, obviously, uh, in the Big Ten and some of these non-conference games. Do you think they try to roll with that? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to get Musa Diabate out there quite a bit. He he had a terrific first half, too. And just the way he scored, you know, n- neither him or Caleb Houston put up a ton of points. Uh, but, you know, the way that they were able to to take over uh, in many aspects of the game, you know, Caleb Houston pulled down probably four or five boards in a row in the first half. Uh, Musa Diabate had an incredible block, uh, was able to get to the cup, had, you know, uh, was able to to get to the rim and get hacked. You know, he's not a very good free throw shooter. Uh, Hakamusa might be a thing this year uh, because he he doesn't seem to to have a game there uh, and took a pretty wild looking three pointer. Uh, probably not something Juwan Howard wants him to take, but uh, not you know not really as raw. I think you know a guy being raw coming out of high school. A lot of people said that that was on his scouting report, and he looked pretty uh, he looked pretty seasoned to me. Uh, at least in game number one in that first half. So you won't be able to leave them off the floor. Uh, and, and there's other guys, too, that, you know, you can see already uh, they're they're going to do something bigger than they did a season ago or do something big uh, and live up to expectations that fans have with these five stars. All right, let's wrap this up. We've seen Michigan um, in a, an exhibition game, and we've seen them now in the first regular season game. Like, what is this team to you, having seen them twice now? I think this is a team that's capable of, of making it to the final four. I think a lot of people around the country would, would think the same. Uh, I think if, you know, you, you watch any of this game as a casual fan or a big 10 basketball fan of another team, you saw some talent and you saw some potential. Uh, it'd be disappointing if they don't make at least the run they did last year. Uh, maybe not as dominant in the big 10. Uh, they had a, you know, obviously a, a good enough season to win the big 10, even in a pandemic filled season. Uh, there's there's good teams. You know, Illinois should be good again. Purdue, uh, you know, like you said, with, with the two big big men, always will be good. But yeah, this is a team that could could run the table in the Big Ten uh, and make a run in the tournament. And they just have you know so many stars to to, to carry them there. Next up for Michigan Prairie View A and M the Panthers. That game's in D.C. Uh, this Saturday, 8 p.m. So uh, you know, luckily Michigan plays at noon, but. Uh, for you avid college football fans, I mean, this is a very, very good double screen situation. Or if you can get a third one somewhere, I used to do that in college. Oh, yeah. No, four. You get three TVs yeah. out in the living room, Derek, and then you know somebody have their laptop on the coffee yeah, table. Absolutely. I've been there. The classic multi-screen experience in this uh, November uh, time when, when you got college football and college basketball and then you know any other sports you care about, which I don't really, but that's your thing. Go for it. Saturday, eight o'clock, Prairie View A and M. Again, that was in D.C. Uh, so we, we're back on basketball. Back talking about Jawan Howard, this Final Four hopeful Michigan team. We'll keep at it. We'll see you later. Take care out there. Go blue. Go blue.